Welcome to Navigating Authenticity, a podcast that explores what it means to be authentic. I'm your host, Sydney Ward. Thanks to everyone for the support for the first episode, and I hope that you continue to enjoy them. This week, we are talking about social media. As we all know, it's taken over daily life. 71% of online adults use Facebook, 23% of online adults use Twitter, 26% use Instagram, 28% use Pinterest, and another 28% use LinkedIn. And of those numbers, 74% of women were users of social networking sites compared with only 62% of men. How we present ourselves on social media is a topic for another day. One that could take hours. From your grandmother who comments on all your photos in all caps asking, Who is your new friend? To the friend from college who only posts vague status updates like, Shouldn't have trusted another man. It's clear that everyone utilizes social media for different needs and gratifications. Today we will delve more into how social media users interact with brands. An estimated 88% of brands use social media, and of adult social media users, 58% follow a brand's social networking site. Facebook even tracks what brands we interact with and what our search engine queries like Google are in order to tailor advertising on Facebook to our specific lifestyle. So social media is being used as another form of advertising. Why does a brand choose to be authentic? Why would it be important for a brand to build relationships with followers? For those questions, we turn to a social media coordinator, which, just an FYI, is a job that didn't exist 10 years ago. Brett Dalton is the social media coordinator at Pittsburgh State University, where I'm completing my master's degree. He has graciously allowed me to interview him before and is a wealth of social media knowledge. Brett is in his early 30s, blonde, blue-eyed, keeps up with the latest iPhone, frequents good coffee establishments, and dresses in trendy, hip, fine fashion. If you had to picture what a social media coordinator looks like in your head, it would be Brett Dalton. for you. What is your definition of authentic or authenticity and um, why do you think, is it important in social media or is it something that you strive to do as you manage accounts or how do you feel about that? I think what social media has done in today's world is help blur if not eliminate the unseen lines that society puts around itself and within itself. I mean you think about here at the university uh, at Pitt State, we, you know, for many years, not just here, but everywhere, there's, there's this line between the university and students, or faculty and students, or faculty and the university. And what social media has done, if you do it right and you are authentic, you, you kind of bring everyone together. So, for example, managing a university social media account, I want our conversation style, our language, to be a language and a, a style of, of speaking that the students would use. That way when they see a tweet or they see a Facebook post, they don't feel like it's a, a stuffy corporate institution talking, it's a person. Mm -hmm. I mean, it gives, it kind of humanizes um, a university or an organization. So I think authenticity, that my definition would be real, sincere, 
no spin. I mean, just, just calling it what it is in a language that is relatable to everyone. Do you feel like being authentic is having that, we're a university, this is a university voice, or do you think it's more of a staying true to the brand, staying true to the, you know, what the university stands for, or is it a little bit of both? Um, well, I'd say it's probably a little bit of both, but I think, I think what you have to remember, what I have to remember as managing a social media account is we're trying to reach a certain group of people. <clears throat> now, when you're a, at a university or a bigger institutions, uh, no matter what the field, obviously your constituent base and your audience base is, is varied and, and quite diverse. Um, so you do have to put out uh, a language or an attitude that is relatable, but also does stay stay true to the brand, which is a, a I mean, we're an institution of education, so you have to make sure obviously you're speaking or posting in a way that is formal enough. It doesn't have to be very formal all the time. You can, that's part of being authentic is you can be a little loose and informal, um, but but you have to always give off the impression that we are, we are in control of what we're doing. It's a, a place of professionalism and education, but also a place of fun, and I think that's a big part of the brand. At Pitt State, for example, is uh, it's a fun, somewhat relaxed place to come and get a great education. We've talked before about. Um your desire for social media, your social media pages, for it to be transparent, and you don't censor many comments, if right. any, that come through your social media. Why is that like transparency important to you? Because I think the most important thing in a social media environment is that it's a two-way conversation. And that's one of the best things about social media is we can talk to our students, for example, and they can talk right back to us or to our alumni or whoever we're trying to reach. It opens that, that two-way conversation that, you know, our audience can't censor us. So we feel like, why should we censor them? If they have a comment that is maybe somewhat negative about the university or something, they're complaining about something we're doing, uh, well, we, want, we welcome that. We want to hear it, and we also don't want to get to this habit, which I think a lot of corporate institutions have, is keeping all negative stuff off their pages because... Nothing in life is 100% positive. Nothing you do is going to please everyone. And the way you grow and get better is to hear the negative feedback. And especially at a place of higher, uh, higher learning that deals with freedom of speech. I mean, this should be an institution um, that values that. And, and I think to your overall theme of authenticity, I think if, if you try to leave off the negative, well, you're, you're essentially eliminated authenticity because you know that's just a part of life. Just a flower that's in bloom for too long, and there will be times so just up ahead. There'll be darker days. No, I can't be scared. It's all for the good. I keep telling myself. Shifting gears a little bit, do you try? Um, with social media pages and as a marketing person in general, do you try and create an experience for people? And does that translate into like recruitment? Like if they come to the Pitt State page or YouTube or Twitter, that they feel like they're having an experience with that? I think so, especially on Twitter, because it's so easy to have a conversation and to communicate just one-on-one, -on -one, even if it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation in the public, I mean, that's out there to everyone to see, for everyone to see, you can still, you know, tweet to that particular person and have a conversation. So 
when you think about it, if I'm a, an 18-year-old high school senior considering Pitt State and I check out their Twitter account, I want them to see that we'll, we'll talk to our students directly, we'll retweet them, we'll favorite, we'll use some fun informal language that, you, that they probably use, um, you know, we'll use emojis just like the kids do, we'll drop some slang in there that probably makes us look a little silly but in a humorous, mm -hmm. inviting way. And, and so the experience I think I want our, our followers, anyone who watches us on social media to get is that we are a university and we are a serious place where you get a great education, but it's not a place where you have to come and be intimidated by this grand scale and the big buildings and the people in suits and you know all the, the thousands of students. It's a place that is just as human in its overall ethos as, as they are. And uh, I hope it relaxes them. I hope that makes them <clears throat> realize that we are accessible and that you're, you're one of thousands of students, yes, but you can get to us and mm -hmm. we can get to you in a personal and um, So you think that social way. media experience kind of translates to real life? Like you yeah. can do that here with our social media page. Right. So if you want to reach out to an administrator or a faculty member, right. you shouldn't be intimidated. I think so because, and, and we see that a lot, especially on to keep on the Twitter theme, and we get a lot of students who will tweet to us with some serious questions. I mean, we've had people ask us on Twitter, uh, about fees, or why are certain fees for online classes different than other classes, and, and I think if they feel that they can, if they can ask that to us publicly through social media, knowing that they'll get some sort of response. Now our response may be, well we have, you know, the best person to talk to is such and such, and you should call them, but I think it, I don't know, I, to me it always seems like it tears down the wall between the university and, and the students or the alumni. It's a really cool thing because I think it makes us all one big family even more than we were before. Mm -hmm. I really liked recently on Twitter, to keep me on that theme, the, it was actually a Central Missouri student who said if you're going to UCM or I think that was the university and she said you probably shouldn't wear a Pitt State oh, shirt right. and you replied to her, yes. well we're cool with it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And, and humor is a, a big thing on social media because I mean I, you know, we follow, as a university, we follow a ton of, of students and alumni and everyone else. And a lot of their tweets, they're funny. And you can tell that social media is a place where people go with their jokes, with their funny photos. And and so we like to be in on that. And so, of course, when uh, Jacob Anselmi in our office has, has produced a lot of very funny videos, and they tend to be the hottest things on our social media because that's what people relate to the most. And so, yeah, we'll even reach out to people who I guess in that in that case isn't really they're not really supporting Pitt State, but it's a way that we as a, as a institution can tweet back to them as maybe a, a student would or mm -hmm. in a funny respectful way. We were not trying to call them out. We're just no, but it kind of it felt like a sense of pride. Like yeah, was, that's how I felt right. when I read it. Is I was like, yeah, we don't care. You wear that wherever you want. Yeah, and we've we've seen a lot of uh, I've seen a num number of tweets from people at Missouri Southern who maybe had a Pitt State person came on campus and. You know, we'll even just favor them, just to kind of let them know that, hey, we saw that, and I don't know, I, we think it may be kind of cute, maybe they'll think it's cute. I, it just, uh, not to keep beating a dead horse, but I think it just humanizes and tears down, tears down all these boundaries that we put between ourselves. And it's, it's a lot of fun.
Thanks again to Brett Dalton from Pittsburgh State University for sitting down with me for the interview. Next time on Navigating Authenticity, we'll be talking about identities, so be sure to catch it on October 20th. And since the last time we talked, the podcast is now on iTunes Podcasts and Stitcher Media. Just search Navigating Authenticity. You can find Stitcher in the App Store or on Google Play. Music is provided by the Gold Magnolias and Ryan and Selmy. You can find links to their music as well as relevant authenticity research on my blog at authenticitypodcast.blogspot.com. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.